Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. As you all know, Valentine's Day will be here soon, so what better way to get in the mood for romance than by listening to some great movie love songs? And that's what we'll be doing today. We'll be hearing vocals by such talented singers as Linda Ronstadt, Celine Dion, Judy Garland, Tony Babino, Mickey Rooney, Debbie Reynolds, Lucy Arnaz, Brian Ferry, and the divine diva Rita Graham. Plus, one of our favorite film critics, A.J. Hawkery, the Mad Movie Man, is here to talk about a new Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Blu-ray, which is being released today as we speak. And we're giving away a Kindle ebook copy of It Had to Be Us, the award-winning romantic memoir my husband and I co-wrote under the pen names of Harry and Elizabeth Lawrence. Now, originally, the way we were going to give away that copy is to hold a random drawing and have people uh, sign up for the drawing and send me an email. But when I was talking with my publisher, my wonderful publisher, Denise Casino, she said she would be very happy to have our listeners have a free copy of this Kindle ebook version. So starting tomorrow, anyone who goes over to the Amazon site and uh, and uh, checks in at the Kindle section, if you put in it had to be us that you want to order, there should come up a little button that says free. And that will be available starting tomorrow. And it it will be uh, free if you uh, if you want a free copy. It will be free tomorrow. That's February second, and uh, for four other four more days through February seventh. So that would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and uh, Saturday and Sunday. So thank you, Denise, and um, my husband and I are are very happy to make sure that as many uh, fans of the romance uh, as possible get a chance to read our little memoir, which is uh, still in the early stages of film development. I'm so glad that A.J. is here today, and I want to bring him on right now. Hi, A.J., thanks for joining us today. No problem, Betty Joe. I'm glad to be talking with you because right now the weather outside, it's not Christmas, but it's looking pretty frightful out there. You know, here in Wisconsin, it's snowing pretty good. It's supposed to be about four inches this afternoon and four inches tonight. So, yeah, I'm going to be bundling up pretty soon with uh, my favorite movies pretty soon. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. I think we have a similar situation here. The snow came right up to our door 
and uh, it's it's again I get the feeling that that I'm in a snow globe and I'm glad inside, nice and nice and warm, and uh, being able to talk with you. Uh, I like the idea of talking about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because it's the first romantic song I ever heard on film. Can you guess what song that was? Uh, let's see. Uh, is it the song that the dwarves sing when they're washing their faces? Hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But that was a good one. There's so many great songs in that in that film. Uh, it's really somewhere my someday my prince will come, and uh, I found um, Linda Ronstadt's uh, rendition. And we'll be listening to it later during the show. And, you know, A.J., I saw this movie back in 1938 when it was first released. I was a very young child, of course, and I thought it was absolutely wonderful. In fact, I still do. What's your opinion of this Disney film? Well, I never saw the complete movie until just a few years ago. Uh, Snow White is one of those things where I remember it was around as a kid. It was kind of like E.T., where I remember seeing like little pieces here and there, but I never saw the whole thing until like much later on. So, yeah, when I first saw the movie a couple years ago, I was actually kind of bored with it. You know, for its, I admired its animation for its time, but... The storyline, it was, like, extremely simple. It is a very basic fairy tale. Uh, it kind of takes its time. You know, you watch the movie, and about a good 40 minutes of it, this movie's, like, 83 minutes, a good 40 minutes is just, you know, Snow White, you know, just kind of traipsing around the dwarf's house. So back then, when I was a little more youthful and a little uh, more stubborn and impatient, uh, it didn't really trip my trigger uh, the right way. But I just uh, rewatched it this week, and I was uh, genuinely a lot more impressed than I was back then, you know, the quality of the animation uh, for its time, uh, which is, uh, the, if you're not aware, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the first feature-length cell animated movie. And uh, yeah. according to the special fe- yeah, according to the special features here, and uh, it's kind of a, a well-known movie story that at one point, you know, this was considered Walt Disney's uh, folly. That's what they called it, Disney's folly, because they thought, you know, that uh, people's attention wouldn't hold for an animated film of a feature length. And uh, some people believe that, you know, if you watched an animation for that long of a time, that you would go blind. That's one of the weird trivia tidbits uh, <laughs> you find on the <laughs> the new uh, Blu-ray release. But, yeah, I saw it, and I I kind of got the simplicity of it more. Like, it, it isn't supposed to be something that is uh, fairly complicated. You know, stuff these days like uh, Princess and the Frog a couple years ago, which kind of subverts the usual, you know, Disney uh, princess tropes, kind of like what Frozen did as well. Like, it is drawn from those fairy tale roots. It has some romantic stuff in it. It has some uh, funny stuff in it. And it has some genuinely scary stuff. I was kind of surprised at how intense uh, some of the scenes in this movie are. Like, you have that first scene of a... Uh, the huntsman, you know, telling Snow White to, you know, go, go, we'll run away from the queen. And she has that uh, uh, pursuit in the uh, in the forest where she, her mind is playing tricks on her and, like, all the trees turn into, like, these gnarled fingers and uh, the stumps in the water turn into crocodiles coming after her. So it was a pretty uh, spooky scene. But, yeah, I just really uh, enjoyed the quality of the animation uh, this time around. And because it's on Blu-ray, uh, the first in a uh, Walt Disney signature series, 
uh, this because this was on Blu-ray a few years ago, I believe, in a Diamond edition. So this is a new series uh, being brought out for, I believe, some of the movies, some of the Disney movies that are in the in the, in the notorious Disney vault. Because uh, this was retired for a while, but now it's back. Which hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, means that Fantasia is down the road to uh, get another Blu-ray treatment. Uh, so yeah, this uh, comes with a bunch of new special features on it as well. But most of all, the movie just looks fantastic. You know, right from when I pressed play and the opening credits, and then the storybook opens. Like the the definition was just really really cool, and uh, the colors were very striking. So yeah, this is a classic movie. Uh, just presented in a really, really fancy package. Oh, I, I agree with you about the, the movie, uh, the way you feel about it the, when you saw it uh, recently. And um, I, I have heard that um, Walt Disney was very disappointed when this movie didn't get nominated for an Oscar because it got such glowing reviews and, and was so well-received and so popular. And um, But... Is, is this true that the that that the uh, Academy gave out seven little Oscars as, as a special uh, special award to Walt Disney? I seem to remember something about that. Yep, this uh, the special features here include uh, clips of uh, Walt Disney being presented uh, a special achievement Oscar by Shirley Temple herself. Yeah. Saying like, oh, here's your trophy, Mr. Disney. And then she pulls off the cover and it's a regular size trophy and then seven little trophies, which I thought was really cool and represented, you know, just all the hard work that he uh, put into this. And another, uh, and speaking of which, you know, the special features uh, go into detail about, you know, just how difficult uh, this movie was. Like he, uh, there's a featurette, which is uh, recordings of uh, Walt himself in the 50s talking about the movie's creation and how a lot of techniques and stuff they had to learn on the fly because there were uh, there was no precedent. They had no one to teach them how to do it. Uh, they had to invent a lot of stuff. And um, according to one of the trivia facts, one of the animators uh, in one scene gave uh, Dopey a little hitch step uh, and Walt Disney liked it so much that he told the animators to go back and redo scenes that had already been finished to give Dopey that hit step. So he was always tinkering. He was always working on ways to deepen the story and make the characters more endearing and uh, just make them feel alive, you know, make sure that people see them as characters and not just drawings. And as much as, you know, there are other Disney animated movies that I like, they definitely succeeded here. You know, the drama is very palpable and it's very funny. And like I said, uh, scary at times. So yeah, this is no lark of a movie for as, for as thin as the story is, like you still feel all the emotions that Disney wants you to feel. Oh, you're right about that. And uh, speaking of the scary parts, uh, since I was very young, when I when I saw it, that forest scene really frightened me. I mean, almost as much as Frankenstein, because <laughs> those are the two <laughs> movies that I remember, you know, from my from my childhood. Uh, but I was fascinated. Uh, I, I do like to be frightened at the movies, and I guess I did from a very young age. But uh, I, I I don't know how how other uh kids might have, might feel about it i i think that uh, that if if you're a very sensitive little kid you you probably uh, uh would be uh, too scared uh, with that yeah, I, I remember i remember i was kind of prepared for the scary scenes because one of the 
uh, things I used to watch all the time was uh, Disney Halloween, which uh, had like a bunch of different uh, clips from uh, different Disney cartoons, like uh, shorts and uh, features set to like, you know, modern music of the day. And one of them was like Disney's monster hits. And I think it was uh, Electric Light Orchestra's Evil Woman played over clips of like all like the like Maleficent and, you know, the evil queen from this one, which he's turning into the old hag. And so I kind of got Ooh, prepped yeah. for that. Like I, I wasn't all like uh, scared by the time I finally did watch Snow White. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, cool. That's the ELO. <laughs> like ELO song is the first thing I think of when I think of Snow White's evil queen. <laughs> well, it, it's just a marvelous uh movie and i'm so glad that uh, uh the disney people are are doing this what are um, you've talked a little bit about the uh, the uh, features in this new blue blu-ray release uh are there other uh, features that you'd like to mention absolutely uh, i believe that a lot of the special features in this are carried over from the previous blu-ray release uh it also comes with a dvd copy and a digital copy uh, for oh. those, you know, who like who like those. And like I said, there's a archive recording of uh, Walt Disney, you know, discussing the creation of Snow White. Uh, there's a featurette about the film's iconic imagery and, you know, how it's lasted for, like, going on, you know, a century now. I think it's about, like, 80 – we're coming up on 80 years since Snow White came out in theaters, which is kind of hard to imagine. And uh, there's also uh, uh, Disney animation uh, feature, you know, where uh, Disney animators of today, you know, discuss the stylistic choices from back in the day that informed Snow White's look, where I believe they said one of the animators who worked on uh, Snow White also created uh, Betty Boop. And at one point, Snow White was supposed to have blonde hair, and then someone suggested, you oh, know, no. the, the hair is black as ebony. Uh, so they suggested that. So kind of dodged a bullet there to have a blonde uh, Disney princess and, you know, avoid the iconic look that we have now. Uh, one of the uh, cast members from Disney's Descendants, you know, she has a rundown of uh, Snow White trivia. Uh, for the kids, there's like a 70-second summary of the movie that's uh, basically wrapped which uh, not for me, but, you know, others who uh, would enjoy that, you know, go right ahead. And, like, the list just goes on and on, like a bunch of other making of featurettes and deleted scenes and alternate scenes. So this is a pretty stacked package. You get your money's worth. You get a cool movie, and you get a lot of cool stuff to look at, too. Well, how uh, how much does this cost? Uh, it all varies depending on the store that you go to or the kind of online retailer. I know I've seen it for – a little over twenty on Amazon, which may be steep, but that's kind of uh, what your uh, uh, what your average uh, Disney uh, Blu-ray is being priced at. And like I said, you do get your money's worth with all the supplemental features and a movie. The main presentation, looking as great as it is, that's worth it alone. I I can hardly wait to to see this Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs again, and to and to check out the features that you that you talked talked about. I know I promised that we would only keep you for fifteen minutes. I know how busy you are, but uh, is there anything else that you would would like to mention about it uh, before you go? Uh, nothing aside from the fact that you know the. The more advanced I get in age, the more I identify with uh, grumpy, although I shouldn't <laughs> do that. I should be more open, but, yeah, there are days where I'm just kind of like, nah, I don't want to look at the world and talk in an old prospector voice. I don't, I, I don't see you as grumpy at all. <laughs> no, I really don't. 
I really don't. But every once in a while, I feel like that's who I am. So I know that it that it can happen to you. They were all delightful. I, yeah, I really we, we all have we all have those days. <laughs> yes, but they did a great job with those with those little creatures. Uh, I wanted to mention that uh, Nancy Lombardo from Comedy Concepts has uh, logged in, and of course she's a, a loyal listener, and so we're really glad that she's here. She's the host of Comedy Concepts, which um, airs here on Blog Talk Radio every Monday and Friday at 10.30, more in the morning, 10.30 in the morning, uh, Eastern Eastern Time. So so thanks, uh, Nancy, for calling in. And, and Nancy is one of the people who, um, when she read uh, It Had to Be Us, the little... Uh, romantic memoir which we are giving away free for the next five days and she said that uh, it's the perfect valentine's day gift so thank you for that uh, statement uh, nancy and i hope uh, uh, all of our listeners who haven't had a chance to read the book will take advantage of this offer to uh, to get a free book by going over to amazon kindle starting tomorrow through sunday and um, uh, ordering uh, the Kindle book, it had to be us, and it's it's our Valentine's Day gift to our to our listeners. Well, it's been great having you on our show as usual, AJ. I I know you aren't going to be able to stay for the musical section of the episode, and uh, we'll be starting though with "Someday My Prince Will Come," sung by Linda Ronstadt, followed by other movie love songs performed by the stars I mentioned above. So um, uh, thank you again, AJ, for being here. And uh, I know that you'll be uh, coming back on Movie Addict Headquarters uh, again soon, right? Absolutely. Take care, Betty Joe, and stay warm out there. Yes, and the same to you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. It's always so great to have AJ on the show. Now we're moving into the musical section, and I promise not to interrupt the singers, but when the music is finished, I will come back to let everyone know which film each song was featured in. I do want to mention that the last clip, My One and Only Love, sung by Rita Graham, runs for six minutes, so that's a little long, but it has one of the most remarkable piano solos I've ever heard, and I didn't want to cut that out. Now, the uh, the whole, um, all of the songs, uh, the playlist runs for about uh, 30 minutes, and as I said, then I'll come back and uh, let you know uh, which movies the, uh, the film's uh, songs came from. But now, just sit back and relax and enjoy the music, and please feel free to sing along if the spirit moves you.
it. I didn't want to do it. You made me want to. And all the time you knew it. I guess you always knew it. You made me happy sometimes. Oh, you made me glad. But there was time, baby. <laughs> you ain't heard nothing yet. You made me try hard. I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to tell you. I want some love You know I do Deed I do Yes I do Gimme, 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 gimme What I cry for You know you got the kind of kisses That I die for You know you make me Love you Loving and the hateful hates The conversation with the flying plates I wish I were in love again No more pain No more strain Now I'm sane But I would 
would rather be gone, gone. The bulldog fur of Captain Kerr. The fine mismating of a him and her. We've, We've learned, learned our lesson that we wish we were in love again. The words I'll love you till the day I die The self-deception that believes the lie I wish I were in love again When love congeals, it soon reveals The fade aroma of performing seals The double-crossing of a pair of eels I wish I were in love again no more care, no despair. I'm all there now, but I'd rather be punched from. Believe me, sir, I much prefer the classic battle of him and her. We don't like. Mm-hmm. 
And let's not forget all the diverse shows on the Wacko Network over there on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R. There's something for everyone in the Wacko wheelhouse. Well, sorry to say our time is almost up. Thanks again to A.J. Hockery for being such a terrific guest again, and to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, as well as to Danny Dyer and Richard B. Smart for their assistance. And special thanks to our producer, Nikki Starr, and to uh, the listeners for tuning in. Please don't forget that we are giving away uh, a free ebook. Of It Had to Be Us, the little romantic memoir my husband and I co-wrote under the names of Harry and Elizabeth Lawrence. It's a Valentine's Day gift. Well, actually, it's a pre-Valentine's Day gift for our listeners. And that offer is available uh, starting tomorrow and running through Sunday. So if you haven't read that little book, go over uh, to Amazon Kindle over on Amazon.com come and put up uh, in the uh, in the title area it had to be us and just order your free copy and we're just delighted to make that available as a pre-valentine gift for our our listeners well that's all for now folks here's tony babino again to take us out with the first song ever heard on film it's from uh, the jazz singer and it's all about love. Yesterday I heard a lover sigh. Goodbye, call me a my. Seven times he got aboard his train. And seven times he hurried back to kiss his love again and tell her to toot toot say goodbye. Toot 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 say don't cry. That you should train that takes me. Away from you, no words can tell how sad it makes me. Get me to the end and do it over again. What for the maid? I'll never fail. You don't get a letter that you'll know I'm in jail. Don't cry, pretty, don't cry. Better buy, pussy, better buy. One more time, Tony. Yesterday I heard a lover sigh Goodbye, call me a my Seven times he got aboard his train And seven times he hurried back to kiss his love again And tell her to toot toot say goodbye Toot 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 say don't cry That you should train that takes me Away from you, no words can tell how sad it makes me Get me to the end and do it over again. What for the maid? I'll never pay.